Hi folks, this is Jesse Chen. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots. Today I want to take a moment to talk a little bit about the power of open spaces. And I'm using that with both the capitalized version of open spaces and the lowercase. And the capitalized version is really referring to the open spaces methodology, which is a actual, a real methodology in terms of how to create a meaningful space for people to come together to talk about issues and, and challenges um, in large groups. So hundreds of people coming together, how do you actually create a productive, meaningful in a space for interaction for those? As well as lowercase open spaces in terms of just being able to have space for people to have said interactions and engagements with each other. I've talked before about uh, this on our podcast many, many times before. The problem that we have, uh, but far and large uh, across society, at least in the United States right now, is this uh, cancer of top-down leadership. It's in our political parties, it's in our community groups, it's in our workplaces. It's a very, um, I call it cancerous because it has a very um, ill effect on the people who are in these organizations. And it tends to spread and be adopted by others because it just ends up becoming part of the culture. And that's really an unfortunate problem because when people don't have space to come together and talk about their common challenges and their common issues, then they're limited in terms of how um, much engagement they have with the rest of the organization, how much progress they can make on various challenges, the type of affinity that they have with that organization or that group or with that leadership layer, et cetera. And it's really just an issue of leaders becoming more comfortable with uncertainty. Um, and this is, this is just a common theme that you'll see in all sorts of, of spaces. People are so uh, defaulting to the my way or the highway mindset that it closes off the opportunity for innovation. It closes off the opportunity for understanding different perspectives behind the issues that we all face. Again, whether it's in a workplace, whether it's in a town, etc., you know, open spaces gives you the opportunity to actually define the types of topics that you want to talk about with others. So you generally, how, it's, how it works, and I'll summarize for the sake of brevity, is you get together and there's an overarching question or theme. And let's say it's how can we make our town more resilient for the next 10 years? And you get together with other people and you say, well, I want to talk about, you know, uh, dealing with storms, and I want to talk about green space, and I want to talk about, you know, jobs, and I want to talk about, you know, recycling, and what, whatever, whatever the issues are that you're dealing with in your local issues. And there's a limited amount of slots for conversations, and the facility takes the common uh, themes and groups them together in some cases, in other cases does not. And at the end of that introductory kind of thematic identification process, everyone's invited to vote with their feet and sort of attend whatever breakout they want to attend. And at the end of these open discussions, which can last an hour to two hours, however long uh, is allotted, uh, each group is uh, provided time to share the output of their discussion with the entire group. And this open spaces methodology has been around for a few years now. It's been around for a while. And I really think that it, we would be in such a better place as a, as a country, as a global society, if every nonprofit, if every workplace, if every government, municipal government, was hosting open spaces on a regular basis. It really does provide um, 
a very powerful opportunity to hear other perspectives um, about the issues that people are facing in their towns or in their uh, communities or wherever it is. And in that same way, lowercase open spaces is just the sort of unstructured equivalent of that. Where do people in the, your office have the time or, or, or space to safely come together to talk about the challenges that they're facing within the company? Challenges that keep the company from being less profitable, less uh, productive, um, certainly creating a less happy workplace and less fulfillment, resulting in higher worker turnover. Where is that space? It very rarely exists. Um, maybe it exists in a quarterly or, or annual, you know, uh, conference meeting, but it's really not that space, that safe space for, for groups of people at the same level to come together. It's more of some token-esque, check the box, oh, we engaged people, uh, you know, inauthentic method, which does not actually help drive and solve the problem. Um, in that same way, digital spaces are crucial to providing this sort of space for folks. And you can have open space in your uh, in a Facebook group. You can have open space in a Powerline group. You can have open space, you know, on Twitter with a hashtag. But provide, or an email listserv, providing this space for people, whether it's provided by people at the top or frankly, if someone at the, at the bottom decides that they want to, you know, self-organize, that's fine too. But these spaces are very powerful and they are key to helping us get out of the current rut that we're facing as a society. So I always like to say, what got us here will not get us there. And truly, we are at a time where our leadership practices of being top-down will not get us there. We really need to change and become far more lowercase d, democratic, inclusive, participatory, and open in, uh, our, in providing meaningful engagement for our communities. Anyway, I'm over time for today. My name's Jesse Chen. Thanks for giving me a few minutes to connect the dots, and I will talk to you next time.